You know, selling your home during the holidays can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. Hey, this is Scott Inez. With that guaranteed offer from Mark Spain Real Estate, you can receive the strongest cash offer in the industry and sell your home fast this holiday season. You don't have to worry about the hassle of constant cleaning and making costly repairs. There are no showings, no open houses, and no stress. Find out what the guaranteed offer would be on your home. There's no obligation. Go to MarkSpain.com and get a guaranteed offer on your home today. That's MarkSpain.com and start packing. WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. This is the 8 a.m. expanded news feed. 15 minutes of nonstop in-depth coverage on today's top stories. The exclusive weather forecast and an expanded I-4 traffic update. Orlando's only commercial-free 8 a.m. expanded news feed. Starts with the three big things you need to know right now. Three, three. It could have been a very Merry Christmas for a lucky Powerball player, but instead that jackpot is just rolling over. This means the next drawing on Wednesday night will be worth at least $685 million. The cash value on that works out to just shy of $345 million. A decision is expected this week on whether former President Trump will be on the main primary ballot. Three complaints have been filed against Trump's eligibility to appear on the ballot for the March 5th primary. Two of the complaints are related to the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol, alleging that Trump engaged in an insurrection. Maine law allows registered voters to challenge the ballot access of a candidate by filing a petition with the Secretary of State. One. One. Our top story, it's the time for returns. The day after Christmas is traditionally a big day for bringing back those gifts that didn't fit, were too ugly, or just wrong. That's right, Laurel. The National Retail Federation says consumers are expected to return a record $173 billion in holiday gifts this year. Derek Dennis has some tips on how to navigate the post-holiday returns. Check the fine print on your receipts. Several retailers have added restocking fees or return shipping fees. Macy's charging $9.99, JCPenney $8, TJ Maxx $11.99. And watch for return deadlines. Target allowing 90 days for most items. Best Buy returned by January 13th. Macy's, Walmart, and Amazon, it's January 31st, except for Apple products, which have a 14-day return window. Coming up, Spirit Airlines faces backlash for a mix-up over the holidays with an unaccompanied minor. Next on Orlando's Morning News. This is Eyewitness News meteorologist Cassandra Crimi continuing to track the possibility of showers. I'll take you through your Tuesday forecast coming up. And got a crash on 520 at eastbound on the exit ramp to John Young Parkway southbound from the WDBO Traffic Center. I'm Ed Torrance. 802 here at WDBO. I'm Laura Lee. And for Scott, Scott Inez, this is Orlando's Morning News on 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Good morning. I'm Leo Vargas. Spirit Airlines apologizes for putting a child on the wrong flight. The six-year-old was supposed to travel from Philadelphia to Fort Myers last Thursday. Instead, he went to right here, Orlando. Spirit says the child was, quote, incorrectly boarded, but has not explained how this happened. The boy's grandmother, Maria Ramos, is now speaking out, describing her panic when she showed up at the airport in Fort Myers to pick him up. So I ran inside the plane to the flight attendant and I asked her, where's my grandson? He was handed over to you at Philadelphia. She said, no, I had no kids with me. And airports across the country have been busy with last-minute holiday travelers. FlightAware reported... 
over 100 Christmas Eve cancellations and even more delays. Those numbers have basically doubled yesterday with just over 2,800 delays and more than 170 cancellations at last check. Southwest Airlines, which had major issues last year around this time, had 110 cancellations alone. After clothing, gift cards will be the most popular present this holiday season. Amazingly, many are never redeemed. The National Retail Federation says Americans are expected to have spent nearly $30 billion on gift cards. Many tens of billions of dollars worth wind up forgotten or otherwise unused. Under a federal law in effect since 2010, a gift card can't expire for five years from when it was purchased or from the last time someone added money to it. Some state laws require an even longer period. That's why many stores stopped using expiration dates, says a senior industry analyst at Bankrate. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. This year's Kwanzaa celebration begins today. Kwanzaa, a celebration of black culture. Today through New Year's Day, celebrations that often include African song and dance and a large traditional meal throughout the seven nights when families gather and children light candles, representing seven principles, including striving to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race, self-determination, and collective work and responsibility. A celebration that's growing in popularity with this year the first ever Kwanzaa display unveiled at Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. U.S. retaliatory strikes in Iraq are now condemned by the Iraqi government. Iraq's government condemning U.S. airstrikes on Iraq that it says killed at least one serviceman and wounded dozens of others, calling the strikes, quote, a clear hostile act. The U.S. says it was responding after a drone attack by Iran-backed militants on a U.S. base left at least one U.S. service member in critical condition and wounded at least two others. A number of U.S. bases in Iraq and Syria have been attacked in recent weeks, the back and forth raising concerns that the Israel-Hamas war could widen into a broader regional conflict. In Azdalekwatera, ABC News at the foreign desk. Some protesters who hit the streets after the police killing of George Floyd in Minnesota are thousands of dollars richer. Alicia Acuna reports. More than three years after police protests following George Floyd's death in 2020, legal battles are now being settled and protesters are getting big payouts. New York City is set to pay at least $35 million for settlements citing police misconduct, with suing protesters each receiving between 10 and 20 grand. Nearly 20 cities have settled class action or lawsuits. For example, Philadelphia at nine and a quarter million, Austin, 14 million, Denver, more than 20 million. The nationwide violence during that summer of protests led to at least 18 deaths and nearly $2 billion worth of property damage. Protesters say police officers violently sought to deprive them of their First Amendment rights. All right, thank you for that, Leo. It's 8.06 here at WDBO. Time for your extended five-day forecast. Brought to you by ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services. Here's Channel 9 Eyewitness News meteorologist Cassandra Crimmy. We're tracking a big storm system moving across the country, but the very tail end of it is going to be moving across central Florida today, bringing with it the possibility of some morning showers. We'll keep that rain chance at 30% today with a whole lot of cloud cover and temperatures still in the 70s, hitting 75 degrees. Tomorrow, drier day, hitting 72 with mostly cloudy 
cloudy conditions. But overnight Wednesday and into Thursday, we'll start to increase our chance for rain. A 40% chance for showers through the day on Thursday with a reinforcing front moving through. And that means the colder weather is to follow a high on Thursday of 65 degrees. Then Friday, Saturday, we're looking at daytime highs in the 50s and our morning temperatures will cool as well. We'll be waking back up to 40s on Saturday morning. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Cassandra Crimmy. Cassandra checking out the live radar right now. It's 65 degrees in Oakland. It's 67 degrees right now at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. Turning to our triple team traffic, Ed Torrance has his eye on your roadways. And we're seeing delays on I-4 eastbound at State Road 429. Slow again between 536 and 535 westbound. Up to speed. Still got this crash on 528 eastbound on the exit ramp to John New Parkway southbound. And a crash on Orange Avenue at Zell Drive. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Good Tuesday morning, 8.07 here at WDBO. My name's Laurel Lee. I'm in for Scott Inez. I'm very happy to be with you this Tuesday morning, December 26th, the day after Christmas. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas with your friends and family. You had wonderful food and got some great gifts and uh, your heart's full and happy. Uh, Well, it might not be after hearing this, but it depends on how much you care about NASCAR. NASCAR fans, I was for a long time. When I was in like middle school, high school, I was really into NASCAR and I had my three favorite drivers and I'd, I'd listen to all of their radios while I watched the race. I was, I was very, very much into it. It's like After, peak NASCAR time. Yes, it middle really school, was. Right around that age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was an amazing time and I've fallen off since. Um, so I don't know a lot of the drivers today, but I know the last names, right? It's always like the sons of the major drivers, you know, they, they tend to carry down the tradition of, of being cup drivers, etc. Well, NASCAR is being accused of discriminating against white men in diversity efforts. America First Legal, run by former Donald Trump advisor Stephen Miller, filed a petition in November asking for the United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission to investigate NASCAR and rev racing for illegal discrimination against white male Americans. A statement says the illegal activity should not be permitted to continue. That's uh, what senior counsel Nick Barry said. He continued, NASCAR shouldn't be picking drivers based on their race and sex, but on their ability to drive. All racial discrimination is wrong, even if it is in vogue social justice causes of the day. American First Legal argues that NASCAR and Rev Racing's diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, such as the Diversity Driver Development Program and the Diversity Pit Crew Development Program and NASCAR Diversity Internship Program, violate Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits discrimination based on race and sex. The program previously stated they were intended for women and ethnic minorities, uh, but were updated on September 1st to say they sought applicants of diverse backgrounds and experiences, according to the petition. Under the original language, the Diversity Driver Development Program's driver eligibility page limited admissions to females or members of one or more of the following ethnic minority classifications. American Indian, Alaskan Native, or of Native Indigenous descent, Asian or Pacific Islander, Black or African American, Latino or Hispanic, the petition says. The program for pit crews or the internship program had similar language, it claims. Even though the language has since been changed, American First Legal claims NASCAR and Rev Racing are continuing to carry out unlawful hiring practices under the cloak of diverse backgrounds and experiences rebranding. 
So let me know what you think. If you open up that WDBO app, which I hope you have downloaded to your phone because it's got a bunch of cool stuff in it, you can tap that open mic button and then you can record a message uh, and let me know what you think about this and then I get to hear it on my end. But but is this ridiculous by American First Legal? Do you think that they're just going too far trying to pick a fight where there is none? Or do you think NASCAR is going too far trying to trying to find minorities or uh, focusing on women instead of just looking for the best candidates. I know NASCAR's pit crews tend to use a lot of um, ex-football players from college. If, if you're a college football player and you didn't necessarily make it into the NFL, you weren't quite good enough or you had an injury, they will go and find these guys and hire them for pit crews because they're big, strong dudes who can move fast. Big tires, you got to move the jack, you've got those big gas cans. I get it. That's that's a lot of moving. Right, definitely. And, you know, I guess a lot of times they're white men that get pulled. And I don't wonder if it's because... It just tends to be a lot of white athletes that they find or it's because uh, maybe there are more white people that like NASCAR than minorities necessarily like NASCAR. I don't know. I've not seen the demographics on their audiences. But, you know, is it because NASCAR's hand picking somebody that might follow and fall in a minority category or is it just because... These are the people that fit the job slot best, you know? Let us know what you think. Tap that open mic button in the WDBO now, app. You mentioned it. I need to know who were your three drivers. Okay. I So my cousins all liked Dale Earnhardt Jr., so I had to be the um, antithesis of that. And so uh, I liked Jimmy Johnson, and my parents really liked Jeff Gordon, and I liked Casey Kane because I was 14 years old and thought he was dreamy. Yeah, there was a lot of people that liked Casey Kane for that. That's fair. And yeah. that, he, he drove the Dodge car, which was really cool. Yeah. I was a big Rusty Wallace fan growing up. So. Okay, Rusty was good too. There you go. If you're an NASCAR fan, you want to let me know who your driver is or was, or you know, you're still rocking that cap today. Uh, you can also tap that open mic button in the WDBO app. 812 here at WDBO. We've got your weather and your traffic every six minutes in the morning. Areas of fog for parts of central Florida early this morning. Also, the possibility of some scattered showers for your morning drive. We'll also be keeping that rain chance around for the first half of the day. They're turning mostly cloudy with daytime highs in the 70s. Orlando today will see a high of 75. Tomorrow will be drier and we're still mild with highs in the 70s. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Cassandra Crimi. Cassandra, checking out the live radar right now at 66 degrees in Altamont Springs. 67 degrees right now at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. Triple team traffic time to Ed Torrance and all of his eyes on the roadways. What's going on, Ed? Laurel, we're seeing delays on I-4 eastbound approaching 429, then a bit under speed between 536 and 535. After that, clear into downtown westbound is still up to speed. Got a crash on Conroy Windermere Road at Dr. Phillips and also wreck on 528 eastbound on the exit ramp to John Young Parkway southbound. Traffic is slow going on that exit ramp, but not a whole lot of traffic on the ramp itself. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. Two U.S. companies are planning to send unmanned spacecraft to the moon's surface early next year. If successful, they'd be the first private companies to land on the moon. The projects are using NASA funding. Pittsburgh-based Astrobiotic plans to launch next month, followed a month later by Houston-based Intuitive Machines. Washington, D.C. officials are calling for statehood as the district commemorates a milestone anniversary. President Richard Nixon signed the Home Rule Act on December 24th of 1973, giving D.C. the power to elect local leaders and oversee some aspects of managing the city. 
One. With the war raging between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu paid a visit to IDF troops in northern Gaza on Monday. His visit came a day after an estimated 70 people were said to have been killed in an Israeli airstrike in central Gaza. At the same time, the Israeli military said 15 of its troops lost their lives over the weekend. Thanks for listening to Orlando's Morning News on WDBO. Well, it's an incredibly busy time at the airports as people travel to and fro trying to get to their travel destinations. If you're one of those people and you end up uh, on a flight that says, ah, we oversold, there might not be a seat for you. We've got some tips on what to do next coming up next on Orlando's Morning News.